You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off of you. You'd be like heaven to touch. I want to hold you so much. I don't and know this love these has <laughs> And I thank God I'm alive. You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off of you. Nope. Do it right now. No. Do it right now. I can't. Do it. I can't. Elizabeth? I can't. I'm too scared. <laughs> Do it. I need you, baby. And if it's quite all right, I need you, baby. For all those lonely nights, I love you, baby. Trust in me when I say, okay. There. Beautiful. <laughs> wow. I'm sweating profusely right now. Time for uh, day 10. Let's go. Day 10, Sextober, folks. Who's doing it? Guys, I am exhausted. He's so tired. He's been working like 12-hour days. Yeah. She's like, hey, let's do this Sextober thing. And I was like, great. Sounds great. And then it's fine. We're good. Okay. The volume's good. Okay. And then uh, work just really picked up. And we've been putting in heavy days. And I'm yeah. exhausted. Yeah. And last night you got home at like nine. And then I was like, no days off. Don't be a quitter. I for sure didn't think we were going to do it last night. Yeah. I'm just beat i know but we're doing it guys it's fun yeah i mean yeah we're on day 10 going strong and we want to know we know one couple out there that's doing it good for you guys i think it's just us and them zero i'm not gonna say your names but shout out to you um but you guys it's also not too late you can start now i mean it's definitely too late 10 days of october have gone by no, but you can do the 30-day challenge whenever you want. True, 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 true. You can start day one will tomorrow, start then go into November. Yeah. That's so. true. How have you been liking it? Yeah, it's fun. I agree. Yeah. I think at some, at some times, he's getting into our cabinet somehow. Fantastic. I think at some points, it's like, it feels like work, but then, uh, and then it doesn't, and then it's great, and I think it's fun. What I have noticed is... In the past, I've realized how much I say no, or like how I say I'm too tired. But since I'm like, no, no days off, you kind of get like a second wind. Right. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, even if we are tired or I'm like, I'm not really in the mood, you get into it. Yeah. Yeah. We've always gotten into it. Yeah. Um, Hutch has a UTI. Oh, it's so sad. It is so sad. And he's been peeing like a racehorse. Every like half hour he goes outside. So we got him his antibiotics. And hopefully he gets it better and he gets and he gets healed, you know? Because that, that's not fun. Yeah, that's sad. I guess that's pretty common though. So, But we caught it super early on. She was like, normally people don't come in this early. So good for you guys. Yeah, we're, we're proactive. Yes, we are. 
for yeah. sure. Cool. So let's get into the questions or the comments. Yeah, we have a lot, which you guys, I love. So thank you so much. Whenever you guys write to us, it just makes this podcast so much fun. And this podcast is only around to make you happy. So we're winning right now. Winning at life. We're winning at life. This is all about you. This is Liz, the long haul podcast. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This says, hi, Vito and Liz. I have a question for you. I know my boyfriend is going to propose soon because we've talked about it. It'll be in the next few months. And he said it's going to be somewhere beautiful. We're in a disagreement about something, though. He wants it to be a total surprise to... So he doesn't want to tell me any details. Whereas I kind of want to know when, like in a given month, it'll be. Um, We just went to Aspen and I thought he was going to do it there, but it wasn't. So I got my hopes up and then I got a little sad. I told him that I wanted to know more and he doesn't really want to tell me. What do you guys think? Keep up the great work. I listen every week and love the podcast. Uh, We love you too. And I'm going to have to say tough. It's going to be rough. That's the most (laughs) fun though. If you knew, then you'd be like, oh, I know it's going to be in November. We're going on one trip in November. So it's definitely going to be then. And what's the fun in that? Like, why do you want to know? Yeah, I'm actually in agreement with you here because I feel like. Like, you know, what's coming. So just. Right. So even if you get your hopes up, like, don't be sad because you know, it's still going to happen. Right. You're like, oh, man, like, yeah, it didn't happen then, but But it's going to happen. Right. But I also was like, don't like Vito was obviously proposing to me and i'm like what's happening and he was like don't you understand what's happening (laughs) but that was because i had told myself i will not get my hopes up because i don't want to be like oh my gosh he's gonna do it and then you didn't and then Mm. me be like oh i'm stupid yeah so just enjoy your trips together and then if it happens it happens it's gonna happen obviously so just enjoy it Mm -hmm. and be surprised like it you're gonna hopefully you only get proposed to once so it's like why do you want to know? What's the fun in that? Yeah, I like the enjoy surprise it. for enjoy sure. Your, enjoy your trips. Yeah, and like Liz also, says, don't get like, your hopes up and just let it be. Well, you said you're like in a disagreement about it. Like, it's a big deal for a guy to get to that stage. So I would say just like drop it. Because I feel like the more that you egg on the guys, they it like actually so- yeah. post- like almost postpone it. <laughs> yeah, that well, that's definitely true. But it doesn't sound like she's doing that. I think it's in her own head. Yeah. But tough. Yeah, I say keep it a surprise, man. Like, especially if you know it's going to happen in the next few months, then be like, okay, I know it's going to happen in the next few months. You know he loves you. You know you're going to get married. Like, just let it be a surprise. Yeah, and I would say just enjoy the time that you have now because... Because from a man's point of view, like, it's fun for us if you're surprised. If you know it's coming, it's like a surprise party where the person who's supposed to be surprised is like, yeah, I knew it was coming. Then everyone who said surprise and, like, held the secret is like, eh, well... Let's let's celebrate, but like, come on. It was more fun if you were surprised. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but congratulations. That's awesome. That is, yeah. You're going to have to tell we, us when it happens. We, we love you too. And tell us when it happens and how you did it and where yeah, the beautiful yeah, yeah, place yeah, 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 yeah. was. Aspen sounds great. Mm. A little place called Aspen. <laughs> we love Colorado. Big Colorado people here. Okay, let's see. There was another one. Big time. Big time. Big time. Okay. Let's see. Dude, you're supposed to have these prepared. I have to switch back and forth. I'm on it now. Let's do it. Babe. Get it together, woman. I will throw a punch you. You 
you will what? Throat punch you. Oh, I, thought you would, I thought you said you would throw a punch at me. And I was like, dodge I, it. I dodge it. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask if I could get your advice on a situation I'm in right now. I live in the Pacific Northwest, but spent the summer in the Midwest working. While in the Midwest, I met someone and got to spend a good amount of my weekends with him. We both developed feelings for each other, but with the understanding that I'd be returning to the Pacific Northwest at the end of the summer. When the summer came to an end, I realized that I wanted more, so I expressed my feelings for him. He responded by reassuring me that the feelings are mutual, but he was hesitant to enter into something, especially long distance, after only having gone on five or six dates with each other. Mm. He said that he would give... Oh, he said that he would love to keep talking and visiting each other and seeing if anything grows from that. I agreed to that because my feelings for him were strong enough to want to keep him in my life. Recently, he visited me, and after we spent the weekend together, my feelings grew even more for him. However, he hasn't mentioned anything about pursuing something further. I have plans to move to the Midwest in a year after I'm done with school, not for him, but because I genuinely enjoyed the place. And he is aware of these plans, but I think he also doesn't fully believe that I will move. Welcome Sounds familiar. to our life. <laughs> Sounds like us. Anyway, I think I need to let go, let him go and move on because I have these feelings, but no way of truly channeling or expressing them. And it almost hurts to continue to talk to him knowing that nothing can manifest at this point. If you have any thoughts on this situation, please feel free to share. And she said that we're amazing and she loves our podcast. Oh, well, we love you too. And yeah. you're amazing. Uh, I would say I think you have your answer. It sounds like she answered her own question and just needs reassurance. Um, if what you're feeling is that you need to let go for this time, then let go. Um, you know, I think it's definitely hard when you have feelings for somebody and you're unable to have that grow or, or have anything show for it. And But if everything's telling you to, to kind of let go for now, then just go with it. Yeah. I mean, that's so hard. Like, literally, that's where we were at. Like, that story sounds exactly like ours. Well, Vito was like, I mean, we had just been talking long distance, and then we had a a few dates together over a weekend that you were in Toronto, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was, we continued to talk over the next six months, but basically, I mean, but we didn't talk though. We would FaceTime for three hours a night. Right. So we really, we like hung out every day. Right. Virtually. We really, before we even started visiting each other, we really got to a point where it was like, yeah, we really like each other. Right. But mutually. Also, I mean, I was like, oh, I would love to move to Chicago. And you never really believed that. No, no, no. When I was like, oh, I, st- I still don't believe it. <laughs> Babe, it was on my vision board before I met you. You're like, yeah, Chicago or New York. I'm thinking New York. And I was like, right, go to New York. Oh, New York I can't sucks. have him be too excited. Um, but I mean, we. Vito couldn't fully commit, like similar to what you got this guy saying, like even though he liked me a lot, he couldn't commit to anything further being that we were long distance. Right. But I made it very clear too, that I was willing to work. Like I liked you enough to, to go work for it and like go weekends out there and continue to talk to you every night for hours and hours and hours. And you know, Mm, not till the year later. Bull crap, babe. We no. talked every night. He, we did, yeah, but you were still... And I visited you often. You visited me twice. Oh, my gosh. We go over this all of the time. I've... That oh. first six months that we talked, babe, you came out to Vegas 
once. No, wrong, false. Okay, tell me when you came. Many times. Tell me. I, I blocked it out of my memory. Exactly, now. It it's didn't been happen. years. Okay. Either you way, came, the first time you came, you came this to no. Her. Now it's turning into us. The first time you came, we went to Death Valley. The second time we went to the Grand Canyon. The second time was after you ran your marathon, so that was way later after we had already ended things. You came once. I came here like four or five times, and you came to Vegas once. That's just not true. It's 100% true. When was the time that we met with Brad? It was when you were living in Vegas for the month. Okay. When did you go on The Bachelor? Right before you came out after your marathon. Mm, In September. Is you sure? Yep. I, I, I just... I don't agree. I'll check my phone. I have pictures and stuff. You should. But uh, yeah, what do you think? I think she's got her answer. Yeah, I think if you're feeling like letting it go, I would follow that. The hardest thing I think in a relationship is gray area, at least for me. Like even when Vito and I were talking and I knew that he liked me and I liked him, like there was still so much unknowing of he was still like, I can't be your boyfriend because we're long distance and I can't whatever. Just that gray area of not knowing what we are or whatever consumed so much of my mental energy. Like being in the gray is so exhausting and consuming for women, Yeah, I think, because it was like... Well, because you guys live in your head. Well, I mean, not everyone. I do. But like, it was like, man, I like him so much and then my heart's on the line and then... He's like, well, I mean, we're not boyfriend, girlfriend, and then I'm crushed. But then he's calling me every day and we're hanging out and spending time together. And it's like, okay, I'm like in love with this person. But then, you know, he's like, I can't do distance. And I'm like, then what are we doing? So it was just so like back and forth and tugging on my heart and so consuming that I felt like I became crazy. And so when we ended things, that was the right decision for us at that time, just because we couldn't commit to the relationship at that time, and it was yeah, I mean, too we, exhausting. We, we let go at one point, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that's what really sealed the deal for me. I think you needed that time. Yeah, and it was short. Yeah, but yeah, definitely needed it. And then I was like, "What am I doing?" Good question. Yeah, now look at us. We have a we have a, a dog child. Mm-hmm. Puppy child who's got a UTI. Oh, oh, poor baby. Poor little bambino. Pobrecito. Is that it? Is that the last one? No. Babe, you got to get on top of your game today. You got to get on top of your game. I got to get on top of you. Later. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, gosh. What? Oh, oh gosh. Oh, Babe, gosh. that Trey Kennedy guy, I think he's Christian. I don't know who you're talking about. The guy I sent you the video. He did, he did the fall, the girls in fall be like. Oh my gosh, I love him. He is so funny. So funny. And he's. I, I think him and, and this other guy, I think they're friends and I think they're Christians because they're like, it's clean comedy, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. And dude, he does like the same bit over yeah. and over, but just some of his the stuff he says changes and it, it gets me every time. It's so funny. Where he's like, <laughs> I don't know, I guess I don't want to say it. I don't want to take his bit, but it's good stuff. Um, okay, this one's kind of fun. This question is for the podcast this week. What are your and Vito's biggest pet peeves? Mine are getting interrupted or talked over, like unreason- and then unreasonably late people, backseat <laughs> drivers, and when shit falls all over in the car after an abrupt stop or swerve. 
No, I could see that. Yeah, dude, I hate being late. I know that's boring. we are late to everything. We are not. He is such Ever. an exaggerator. So we're late. We're late to my sister's the other day, and Liz goes, "Yeah, but your your parents and Bruno are late too." And I was like, "I don't care who else is late. We're late." And then we got there just after my parents and my brother show up. So not only were we later than everybody, but we pulled up, and she's like, "Look, they just pulled up too." We all pulled into the driveway at the same okay. time and walked in together. And we, me, and you were late. Okay. And we are late to everything. Church, down the street. I could throw a baseball at the church. Late. Okay. Why Every don't you time. do something about it? I'll leave. I will leave you home. Babe, you act like it's me when we're late to church. It is you. Okay. Okay. It is you. Okay. We'll see. Okay. We shall see. You're usually watching Formula One. We'll see. <laughs> oh, it's on. What are your pet peeves? Um, I wish I would have, I saw this question earlier. I'm like, oh my gosh, I actually, I think I might have a list in my phone. A list? I may have because when random things happen, I'm like, oh, what if I ever have to share my pet peeves with somebody? I've had this thought, babe. It's a real thing. Let's see. Why would you have to share your pet peeves with somebody? I have no idea, but look what just happened. Somebody asked. Strange individual. Like these are things we think of all day. Um, yeah, but I don't think I have it on here, so I doubt it. You can't think of anything that... No, yeah. I hate roundabouts. What does that mean? Roundabouts in the road. They're one of my pet peeves. When you're driving and you have to do a roundabout. Oh, yeah. It's so annoying. Like, there's this one in Vegas that's on a small street, and there's like three in a row. And it's like, why is there a roundabout here? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like roundabouts. That's a good one. I Littering is a pet peeve of mine. People who litter. People who throw cigarette butts oh, out the window. And then I just see the spark as it skips across the road. I'm not going to do it and I haven't done but it. But I want to write down their license plate number and mm, report them I was for gonna littering. Say, I was going to say every random, but that's Oh. <laughs> um, I know I have definitely some. Oh, one of my biggest pet peeves. Actually, it infuriates me. And if you ever do it to me, I will punch you in the face. Is when people go to give you a high five and Uh, then they're like, just kidding. And they move their hand out of the way. And I'm like, that is so rude because your face like lights up. You're like, oh, this person's giving me a high five. And then they're like, ha, you suck. And you're like, no, you do because you're a mean person. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me so mad. Just don't high five them if you don't want to give it to them. One of your pet peeves is when you go to get in the car and they inch forward as you go to open the door. That's the same thing. That is the exact same thing. Like if you go to get in the car and they're like, urch, urch, urch. And I'm like, I will take a baseball bat and shatter this thing right now because you're mean. I don't know why. Why does it make me so mad? I I think a big pet peeve of mine is when people say things as a matter of fact and they're 100% wrong. Mm. And I'm like, you're you're wrong. I know for a fact you're wrong. And they're like, no, this is the truth. And I'm like, oh, God, that kills me. Yeah. Well, because people state fact, like opinion as fact all the time. They'll or, hear it from somebody people, else. Or people just don't know. Right. And they say it as it's like, oh, this is the answer. Some people have to answer every question, even if they don't have the answer. Right. Right. And that kills me. It's like, mm-hmm. just say you don't know. Say, oh, we yeah, all, We all know. know. We all know you just made that up. So just say you don't know. You don't have to have the answer. That um, kills me. Yeah. Or have you ever been around? This isn't necessarily pet peeve. I find it really funny and I just don't understand it is when you and a bunch of people are singing a song like that's 
sweet Caroline or whatever. And it comes on and everybody sing it. But there's that one person that doesn't know the words, but they're pretending to sing it. And they're like, like just being like pretending. Oh my gosh. I used to have this one friend that whatever song was on, we'd be like shouting it out or singing it. And she blatantly did not know the song, but she was still just shouting out something. She wants to join in. Pretend, I know, but it's like, you. what are you singing? She's just having fun. I know. I'm you know, it's saying it's a pet peeve. I said it's when just you, kind of funny and I don't get it. When you're in a, like a row of stalls and they're all empty mm. and then someone comes in and sits in the stall next to you. Oh, yeah. You're like, what are, you doing? what are you doing? Scoot down. <laughs> another down, thing go down a couple so one reason why i don't love places like disneyland and stuff like that i hate standing in lines oh i don't do lines i hate standing I in lines. lines when i was in college we i went out a couple times to like the club. right and you're like and and i was standing in line i'm like what am i a peasant i don't stand in line <laughs> like legit i would get so upset that's why i feel and now I'm like, listen if we're going to a club we better know somebody and we're walking right right in i'm like i will not because then you stay in line, then you give them your ID, like, and then they're like, oh, there's a cover. But I'm not paying cover. I'm not standing in line. I am, yes. I am That's how too I good, too good for lines. I don't do lines. I lived and worked in Vegas forever, so you know somebody everywhere. Yeah. And I remember, like, having to stand in line a couple places and, and being like, I this is the like, stupidest thing ever. I'm about to leave. Everyone listening, even us included, has to stand in lines. Like, if we were to go out, we wouldn't get in for any special privilege. But I just wouldn't go out. But I mean, it's just lines in general. Like I dreaded going to the DMV no, because I, I had to I could, stand in line. No, forever. I understand that. I'm talking about lines where it's like the club. That's basically <laughs> it. I will I not because then I feel like such a douche. And you're like, what am I going to this club for? To overpay for a drinks? To not hook up with girls? And to do what? To, to look cool? To listen to crappy music and not talk to the person next to you because it's too loud? I don't do. I don't do it. Yeah. You know what what happened one night? I went out with my uh, rowing buddies after like a a Christmas party or something. And we stood in line and there was a line on the ground. There was like um, duct tape or something that you had to stand between the duct tape and the wall because they needed the sidewalk open or whatever. And my foot was on the duct tape and we waited and it it was on the duct tape for like 20 minutes. And we had and no one said anything. And we'd gone up, we'd gone up, we'd gone up. And we got to the front and he goes, no, you guys can't get in. And I was already kind of tipsy at the time. And I was like, why? And he's like, because you were standing over the line the whole time. And I go, first of all, my foot was on the line. Second off, you saw me and you didn't say anything. And you waited until we waited a half hour to tell me. I... And I was like, that was the only time that I've ever like. Almost punched someone. We were in a very high verbal confrontation where usually I'm like, whatever, you're an idiot. And we, you know, I can just leave. But this guy, because I hate sending lines and then I hate unreasonable people, people who do things or say things, people who abuse the power. So like, right. So we, yeah. we do construction, right? And at every job, you have to get the job inspected before you can pour the concrete. So somebody from the village has to come and say, okay, this looks good to, to pour. Like everything looks structurally sound or whatever. There are some people who know that they have the power to say yes or no. And you can or and cannot pour depending on what they say. So they have a lot of power. Because if we don't, then we could lose a lot of money. And there are some people who will just be like, nope. Failed. Or right. Like, nope. There was a millimeter difference yeah, nope, of something. you got to do this. And I'm like, dude, you know you're just doing this for a power trip. Right. Yeah. So people who abuse power. Ooh. Or, oh, you know what? 
Babe, oh, this Vito's? is a bad question. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like this question. <laughs> Cheaters who succeed. Bad mm, people who yeah. get rewarded. Yeah, that's annoying. Bad people, liars, cheaters, and stealers who get rewarded. Mm-hmm. It like who use and abuse people oh, to get ahead, God. and they make it. Oh, that like. Yeah, I think partially because like I and my family work so hard, and it's yeah. like. We're very blessed. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But there, we know people who do the same line of work as us, who cheat and steal, who like get more jobs, are more profitable because they don't pay people who you know have all these things and are like loved in the community, but everyone that works for them hates them and stuff. It's like, I, I, I can't do it. Yeah, it's really hard. Yeah, but I always say that um, uh, cheaters, it, it always comes around. Whether mm-hmm. it's like the day before you die, or maybe your, your your kids, like it's gonna come around. If you cheat to get what you get, it's coming for you. And I can't wait. <laughs> I hate it. Oh, you're the boss, boo. Yeah. Next question. I don't wanna be upset. <laughs> I feel like I'm upset. I'm hot right now. I'm sweating. You're hot. You're worked up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I know that I have some question, other ones. Though. I can't think of them, though. I just that was that. a good question. Let's see. Um, oops, I had it. Or people who like say that they're like all into oh love. Oh, we're all one love, one oh, love, right, and they like yeah, have we... to do ecstasy and they have right. to do MDMA. It's like, oh yeah, you're so holistic and all about love, and we're all one. Yet you have to take ex- like extreme drugs to feel that way. Go take a walk. Like that concert we were at with you. Mm-hmm. This kid was like grinding his teeth and dancing crazy and he was like oh i love you and like hugging random people and took a shirt off and stuff i'm like no i mean, just leave i hate you <laughs> babe i hated that kid no i'm sure he's got a lot of stuff and i can have compassion for him if we were talking one-on-one but in that scenario leave i hate you he was like making out the 60 year old woman yeah legit 60 years old and he was probably in his 20s yeah um, it was a strange concert we were at yeah, no, I, I mean, I used to, I mean, working in Vegas, I worked with a lot of people that would be like, it was like right when probably 2011 was like good vibes, good vibes, good vibes. Like people would talk about that. They're like, oh yeah, just peace and love. Mm-hmm. But they were always doing ecstasy on the weekends and doing shrooms and like, and it's like you are feeling this state of like amazing love and bliss because you're high right, all not, the time. Not because you truly soberly appreciate right you if have. you can't feel that state naturally like on your own you know it's like then you're right. i don't know yeah yeah i don't feel like it's real then i guess i i concur okay so um i just listened to your latest podcast and Vito was talking about how much he cares about his family but you are his number one and if his family got in the way of you and him He'd set more boundaries with his family. I want to hear from Vito on what I should do when I'm always number two to my husband's family. When there's an issue between me and his parents, he will always side with them. And over the course of our five-year marriage, it has hurt us a lot. If my mom has an issue with my husband, I will always be on my husband's side. And she doesn't know what to do. Over the, I mean, he always takes his parents' side. I have no idea. I don't I have no idea. I mean, he needs to listen to this. <laughs> yeah, I think he, uh, I don't know. What kind of, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure she's told him, like, hey, I need to be number one. I mean, I think, so let's say it was us. Mm-hmm. 
and yeah, he needs to put you first. I mean, period. if it was us, babe, it would just be a huge issue. Yeah, I just feel like I'd be like, <laughs> we have to move to Mexico. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Because but I that's, think there's nothing you can't. Like, you can't what, like what can force you do it. or say right to to change the way he thinks. I think it's just also like recognizing like I think ask a lot of questions. Ask yeah. him a lot of questions genuinely. Try to figure out why is it that he puts his family before you. That's I don't know. I don't have an answer to that. I wish I did. I'm so sorry. Give me an answer. I'd say he's probably dealing with some insecurities. Here's here's what here's why I would choose my family over you. If I was feeling disconnected from you, and this may not be this girl's situation, but if I was feeling disconnected from you and afraid that you were going to leave me or afraid that I was going to be alone if my family left me, then I would put them first. Because mm-hmm. they're the ones that have always been around and will always be around. Mm-hmm. You're new, you know, like, yeah, you're my wife, but like you're new and whatever. So if I was feeling like I really needed a, a solid, like people who are, I know for sure will always be there. That's why I would talk to them. So I don't know if that helps or not. Well, and I, so she said that, you know, when her mom has brought up something like she has her husband's back, but do you have his back when you, it's just you two? Not that it's somebody else coming in, but if he's coming to you with something or he's talking to you about something or whatever it may be in your marriage, are you loving and encouraging and supporting? And- so here's my answer. If, if you, whenever I'm, whenever I'm faced with a problem, I try to go at it as if it is 100% my responsibility. Hmm. So if you were to look at the situation as it's 100% your responsibility, what would need to change? What would you need to do differently? So let's reverse the roles real quick, babe. So what if I had like took my family's side over you all the time? Which I feel like we come from very different families. So there are times where we need to explain. You're like, okay, well, this oh, is yeah, how my yeah, family, yeah. you know, and I'm like, okay, well, with my family, this is how whatever. So there's like interpretation that sure. happens. Sure. But I mean, if I'm like... I don't know, continually siding with my family and it's causing a barrier between us. What would you say to me? Yeah, I mean, if you were like, hmm, there would definitely be an issue, but I would just sit you down and say, listen, um, this is us now and we've committed to life together and the only way that we're going to be successful and that our kids are going to have a stable house to live in and know and our kids are going to thrive the best in is if we are on the same page and we put each other first. We're on the same team. Same team, period, regardless of what happens in the outside world. Now, there are going to be times where my m- mom might say something. And I'm going to be like, babe, she's right. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, well, I need you to have my back on this, I'm going to tell you in private, well, like, this is why she's right and you're wrong. And figure it out because I, I just don't see why. Oh, this is tough. It, it, moral of the story is you guys are each other's first period right. like this is your family now i also feel like when it comes to deeper issues it's nobody else's business 
like even your family. So let's say you're, he's siding with his family. Like what is he telling them that, you know, like you, right. were, I, I need I need like an actual example. Yeah. It's hard because I feel like if, yes, it's great to get mentorship and things like that. But if you and I were having like serious struggles, that's our duty to figure that out between us and maybe seek outside counsel. Let, but let's, like, say, let's say it's all the little stuff. Yeah. Let's say like when your mom was here for the month, whatever, let's for a week, l- whatever. <laughs> let's say she just like nitpicked everything I did and you were like, yeah, don't do that. Got to do this. Do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. I'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like just because <laughs> what's it, happening, right? Just because it bothers your mom doesn't mean it has to bother you. Mm-hmm. You know, like it never did before. So why is it a problem now? Sort of thing. So if that happened, then I mean, for me, I would just say it right to everybody's face. But right, um, I don't. Know, maybe stand up for yourself to his family. Yeah, I don't know. Who? But if but if he doesn't have her back, that's really hard. Oh yeah, I mean, definitely talk to him. And be like, listen, you're my husband. Like, we are one. So. You have to put me first, and if you want to talk about things, we can talk about them, but amongst ourselves. But also, if you guys are each other's number one, like, I understand marriages go through season, but you need to act like each other's number one. Right. But, like, he's not listening to this. He's not thinking that way. So, like, what does she do? What what can you do? Right, but like you said, also looking at maybe ownership or responsibility in the situation. Yeah, that's the way, that's the way I would approach it. Right. Of like, if, if, okay, why If is this is he... 100% my responsibility, what what do I need to do differently? What needs to change? Um, and how can I be responsible for it? Right. Like why, maybe why is he siding with them? Right. Does he have more trust in them? And ask a lot of questions. Be there for him. Be there for him. Because there's something. Like yeah. I said, if it were me, the only reason why I'd be doing it is because I'd be... I'd be Nervous. Yeah, not really trusting you fully and nervous that or having a feeling of like alone, being alone. Hmm. So maybe he's got some insecurities there that that um, you can help fulfill. Yeah. Yeah, that is tough, though. Yeah, that's that's uh, no bueno. But again, seasons and this is this is life and you guys talk and grow together and it's all good. My mom sent me this quote, which I thought was actually really cool because although we do share a lot mm-hmm. on here, um, and I do think that some of your, like we've also talked about like our future family and how we don't necessarily want to share everything. Yeah, definitely. Not. Um, but that although we are like really open on here, there's definitely like things that we keep intimate or between us and absolutely um but i liked this quote and it says our relationship and our home life is not an open book my career may be but what happens in our home how we raise our children and how we treat each other is pretty sacred it belongs to us and that's all yeah agreed i liked that a lot because um it was from donny osmond i don't know who that is oh um was he in white christmas again (laughs) no no, there was a Donnie and Marie Osmond. They're like our brother and sister and sang duets, basically. Christian band? I don't know what they are. Um, but I do think like, yeah, we do share so much, which is awesome. But I loved how it was like how we treat each other is sacred. It is. Because there is there needs to be something intimate about it. There needs to be something sacred. Yeah, family is... Uh, and we, we have exciting news coming up too, but family is... 
guys, like not everything needs to be shared on social media and to the world. Right. And via podcasts and whatever. Like, yeah, we share a lot, but we don't share everything. And it's not that we're holding back or being inauthentic. Like sharing your every waking moment and all your intimate everything on social media doesn't make you authentic. Mm-hmm. And it's not to, it's not healthy. I'm just talking my opinion. It's well, no, not I healthy. Agree. Well, it's like, like there needs to be a bond that you have with your family, with your spouse, your brothers, your parents, your sisters, your immediate family. There has to be a bond there that is stronger than anything. Because mm-hmm. although we're like connected on social media, we're not connected. We're interacting. And if we don't have that feeling of belong- belongingness. Sure. Then it's it's very hard to live your best life, to be extremely confident, to be authentic, to be actually authentic. Yeah. So like, yeah, not everything needs to be shared with the world. Well, and I mean, I've had to stop myself before because there's like been a moment where I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so sweet. Then I'm like, oh, I should post it on Instagram. And then I'm like, no, like just enjoy the moment. Yeah. You know, just save that. Yeah. Be present. So you can show people who really don't care. Right. Something that actually meant a lot to you. Right. And it devalues it. It's like, no, just keep that. You share it with your family. Mm-hmm. But keep that for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, we definitely don't share everything. <laughs> we do share a lot, though. We do share right. a lot. Yeah. But, I mean, it's nice. I like being open and vulnerable, too. I think that there's definitely a balance, though. Yeah, 100%. Hundo. Uh, was that the last one? Hundo. That was the last one. Oh, cool. Now, so. Cool. So, uh, it's day 10. When are we going to release this? We, okay, so are we changing it to Mondays? Oh, yeah. We wanted to change to Mondays. That way you can listen to it. Any day of the week you want, well, but at least you have it. Do that, even if it yeah, comes out or no. I, we, we, were, we were like a week behind on everything. No, we're not. We've had one come out every week. No, I'm saying like our conversations were a week behind. Right, they were because last time we yes, so we never even talked about my marathon and how awesome I did. We that's what I'm saying. We didn't. No. Yeah, so you crushed it and Killed it rained, it. which mm-hmm. was like makes it even better. More of a. I am so amazing, you guys. Oh my god. <laughs> You are, but when you say it, I don't want to say it. Oh, why? Because it just sounds ridiculous. No, it doesn't. You are amazing, but let let me say it. I'll let you sing my praises. (laughs) No, you crushed it. You ran the whole way right through it, um, smiling in the rain, like raining, raining. And uh, you did it, babe. You did it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I liked, did we talk about this last time? Where, or no, you posted about it or something. Um about consistency and like extremism or something yeah i don't remember what it was but i'm not good at consistency right right right. because after the half marathon you're like i could do anything and i'm like yeah you can what i've been saying for a long time and i'm like yeah i could do anything i could do anything like three days later you're like uh you were setting small goals again and we had we had like an argument kind of and i said i just I, i i hate that you sell yourself short and you give yourself small goals all the time. I'm like, wake and up tomorrow. You, right. Yay. Yeah. You're like, okay, check, did it. I'm good. I'm going to take a nap. Not that, you, <laughs> not that you nap, but but it like kills me that you always need to do something big yeah, to, to reassure yourself, right, yeah. that, you, that you are awesome instead mm-hmm. of just like knowing that you are. And it's not easy 
to to, to carry that. That confidence. is really true of me, though. Like, I feel like I need a big thing to check off a list. To you're like, be I like, bungee jump oh, the I'm highest awesome. bungee jump. I could do anything. I ran a half marathon. I climbed right. Mount Kilimanjaro. Like, you have all these amazing stories, but then mm-hmm. in between them, you're just beating yourself up, and then you're like, I got to do something now, and then you do something crazy, and then in between it again, you beat yourself up, and it's like, dude, just just do it every day just get me pregnant and then i'll be like i created a life i'm good forever yeah i <laughs> no, grew no. that i'm good <laughs> you like a tree mm-hmm. yeah no that's true i do need to work at just like consistently but it, that's the thing then i just set really small goals it's either like big or small right it's not like you don't push yourself to where it's like mm, i might not be able to achieve it but it's definitely attainable you're like i haven't done it before but i think Pretty sure I can do it. That's the half marathon. No, baby, you trained months for it. Yeah, but I didn't know I'm I could do like it. I'm talking like daily. Like, I'll reach out to whomever. You're like, eh, it's probably not going to happen, but it's something I could do. And you could do it right then and there. Now you yeah. have to train for it. Mm-hmm. You just do it. I did that today. I was like, I really need to start getting on other people's podcasts. So I looked up some stuff and I wrote like six people. Nice. There I looked go. it up and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll do that later. And I was like, no, just do it now. And I just oh, did it right then. Oh, babe. Yeah. There you go. Boom shakalaka. Crushing it. Mm-hmm. And then I would say the next time, one up yourself. It doesn't have to be big, but just one up and be like, no, I'm going to get a yes from somebody. Or I'm going to I'm gonna up my approach to mm-hmm. how I ask them or whatever, you know? Yeah. Not just, oh, I asked them, I'm good. Yeah. No, I'm going to follow up and I'm going to ask them a different way or whatever. Cool. So yeah, I think we're gonna just gonna release them on Monday, and because uh, we we're gonna start recording on Saturday mornings, and then release, and then release them on Monday. That way, everybody will be up to date. Right. Yeah. So we can do Saturday morning coffee. Yeah, baby. Right now we're drinking a sparkling water and a sprite. Yeah. Sometimes I just like sipping on sprite. Shipping on some sugar. Shipping on that sprite. I know, but it's a lot of sugar. Is it? Yeah. How much sugar's in there? Uh, zero fat. Thirty-eight grams. Yeah, that's a lot of sugar, babe. This this drink is seventy six percent sugar. <laughs> What's yours? Zero. It's a Lacroix. Yours is apparently zero percent everything. Yeah. It's got nothing in it. It's essenced ingredients only in caps, carbonated water, and then naturally occurring flavors. Yeah, natural essences. I don't know what that is. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Cool. All right, y'all. We love you. Send us questions. Send us advice. Advice. Questions, yeah, 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 yeah. Inquiries. Whatever you'd like. Yeah, yeah. It's just gonna be fun. We're we're, you know, we're just having fun. It's gonna be so fun. <laughs> it's gonna be a blast. <laughs> All right, we love you guys. And um, this one is going to come out Saturday, but for a future reference. This is coming out Saturday? Yeah, we'll put this one out Saturday to n- let people know that they'll be coming out Monday from now on. You got to let and the people are, know. And then are we going to record Saturday too? No. Okay. So we won't do one until the next Monday. Okay. Okay. So it'll be a little over a week. Yeah. Okay. We love you guys. We love you guys. Ciao, Peace ciao. Out. Peace out.